Let me bring in Eric Berman, chief political correspondent, capo de tutti capo of the State House for 93 WIBC with the State House review. Uh, this budget deal is a done deal, correct? But yeah, it's it's going to pass. Uh, the the interesting question is whether it's going to pass on party lines or if there will be some Democrats who vote for it because there's a, a lot uh, that Democrats have been asking for that's uh, that's in this bill. But it's a done deal. Should uh, wrap up uh, relatively early sometime today. Normally these things go late into the night. This should be done by midday. This budget has 1.9 billion dollars going to teachers it was a huge deal as as it was now announced uh just a few days ago talk to me about where this money goes this is over two years the lawmakers are saying they want to see teachers at a at a base of forty thousand dollars a year how does this work how does this play out what's been the reaction um, well, the, the, the teachers are thrilled. The school boards association is, is thrilled. One thing where there's been no controversy at the state house between parties is that's part of the budget. Uh, it's $1.9 billion for schools, um, but teachers get a big chunk of that. Remember, the, uh, the commission that uh, Governor Holcomb appointed a couple of years ago now um, to examine, okay, how can we raise teacher pay? And they came out with like 40 different uh, recommendations, a lot of which actually applied at the local Local level, not at the state level, but uh, three of the recommendations they made for the state are part of this budget. But their bottom line, even before the specific mechanisms, was to get teachers up to what we think would be competitive with the Midwest, um, which would be that $40,000 floor that you mentioned. Um, That's going to take $600 million more than you're giving schools right now. And then, lo and behold, between uh, the federal funding coming through, actually not so much the federal funding because that's going to other purposes, but with this revenue forecast for the state that is $2 billion richer than what they were counting on just a couple of weeks ago, suddenly they had the money to do that. And so it's $1.9 billion for schools. A billion of that is what's called tuition support, basically shorthand school funding. This is how much money you get per student. There's other things that affect that, like how many low-income students you have. Um, There's other education things like teacher bonuses for merit pay. Um, But uh, a billion dollars in the basic tuition grant. And that, according to uh, legislators who have looked at it, is enough for school systems to give teachers that raise and set that minimum. But it's still the local school board's responsibility. The the state is still not saying you have to give X to teachers. They are saying if you don't give every teacher at least $40,000, send the Department of Education something in writing saying why you're not. Talking to Eric Berman, chief political correspondent here at 93 WIBC. And, of course, as we've been talking about, they are going to raise the tax on vaping by 15 percent. Look, I oppose it because they always think that uh, tobacco is the thing uh, to tax. It's, of course, cigars, which are something that are near and dear to me, not only uh, in terms of enjoyment, but in terms of 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 the business. Uh, Why vaping and not the cigarettes? How is one an acceptable and one unacceptable? Well, they're taxing vaping because currently they don't. Um, There there is no tax on vaping. What they're setting is a 15% uh, sales surtax on top of the general sales tax. Um, So that, in a nutshell, is the reason. Look, there's no reason this should be exempt. We have a tax on cigars and cigarettes and uh, pipes and even snuff. 
Um, there's no reason that this other nicotine product should be left out. It took them a couple of years to come up with the agreement on both doing that and how to do it, but that's the, the basic rationale. The issue with uh, with why they're not raising cigarette taxes, again, that's already taxed, one of the lower rates in the country, but it is taxed, dollar a pack. And there's a disagreement philosophically between the House Republicans and the Senate Republicans. The House Republicans' argument is we should raise that tax higher because if it costs more, it's going to discourage people from smoking, which is also the rationale for the vaping tax. The Senate Republicans' argument is no, sooner or later, we're going to need money for health programs. If we raise cigarette taxes now, that's an obvious place to turn when we need the money, which right now we don't. We want to have that tool still sitting in the toolbox if we need it for revenue purposes. So that was just a, an impasse between the two of them. It's always easier to say no than to say yes. And so one of the one of the deals that they made in hammering out this final budget was, okay, we'll leave the cigarette tax where it is. Eric, before I, I let you go, I think this is our last uh, State House review as they get ready to wind it all up. The question is, what are the two big ones? The bill you never expected to get through and the bill that you're amazed didn't get through? I don't know that there's anything that, I am that I'm amazed did not get through. There are some that caused a lot of hue and cry early on. A lot of, We talked a lot uh, in this segment about the bills that were targeting Indianapolis, the things that were going to intervene in uh, how things operated in Indianapolis. Basically, every one of those has died um, and died quickly. The ones that passed the House didn't move in the Senate and vice versa. And so the the bill to say that uh, that the attorney general can prosecute marijuana cases if Ryan Mears won't, the bill to put the state in charge of IMPD, a um, couple of others that were targeting Marion County. The only one that's still alive, and it's not a done deal yet, is the one that would make Indigo pay for utility relocations for the Blue Line. And even that is a big step down from the bill that would have said you can't build the Blue Line or you can't build it the way that you've planned to build it. So all of those just sort of died quietly. I guess if there's anything that surprises me that is going to pass, this came up late in the session after never having been discussed for four months, and that's this ban on vaccine passports. That's been inserted into a bill that will be heard and presumably passed today. Um, applies to government buildings, not to businesses, but this was something where there was opposition within the caucus. They rejected on procedural grounds an amendment to do it just last week, but the, the speaker, Todd Houston, had signaled last week, yeah, we want to look at this issue and see if existing law covers it and we'll pass something if it doesn't. They've decided that it doesn't, and so that's on the calendar today.